It's time for your morning briefing of junior mining and mineral exploration news. You are tuned in to Mining Stock Daily. Now, reporting from the Clear Creek Digital Studios in Denver, Colorado, here's your host, Trevor Hall. Hey, good morning, everybody. Welcome in to Mining Stock Daily. This is Trevor Hall, and today is Tuesday, December 8th. After smashing the gold price down about 20 bucks to 18.25 shortly after the London AM fix early Monday morning, gold began a move, slowly at first and then suddenly. That saw the price rocket up over $50 from the post-AM London fix to as high as $1,872 December basis. The Mining Stock Journal said that what made the move more remarkable was the lack of news event triggers, plus the dollar was slightly green. The Mining Stock Journal commented that moves like gold and silver made today unaccompanied by news are typically uber bullish. Speaking of silver, poor man's gold jumped over 50 cents and closed decisively above its 50-day moving average. The Mining Stock Journal commented that from a chart perspective, silver has built an impressive base which is likely to launch considerably higher. As suggested would start to happen in yesterday's market commentary, the gold-silver ratio dropped close to 1% and appears ready to head down to 70 for starters. The mining stocks jumped 3-4% to generically with the large caps outperforming the smaller cap stocks. The Mining Stock Journal commented that sustainable moves higher in the sector are usually started off with the large cap, less risky stocks leading the way. We'll get to the news out of the miners and explorers here in just a moment, but first a quick mention of today's sponsor. This episode of Mining Stock Daily is brought to you by Western Copper and Gold. Western Copper and Gold is focused on developing the world-class casino project in Canada's Yukon Territory. The casino project consists of an impressive 11 billion pounds of copper and 21 million ounces of gold in an overall resource. Western Copper and Gold trades on the TSX and the NYSE American with WRN. Be sure to follow the company via their website at westerncopperandgold.com. And here's what you need to know this morning. Westome Gold Mine shared results from the ongoing underground exploration drilling program at the company's wholly owned Eagle River Mine in Wawa, Ontario. Ongoing extension and definition drilling at the 300 East Zone has continued to return high-grade gold intersections, including 41 grams per ton gold over 10 meters, 54.9 grams per ton gold over 10.1 meters, and 47.3 grams per ton gold over 5.9 meters. In addition, limited drilling has intersected a new zone of mineralization approximately 40 meters north and in the hanging wall of the high-grade 300 East Zone. That result brought back 43.1 grams per ton gold over 1.5 meters. This zone remains open down plunge in a long strike and highlights the potential of finding additional subparallel zones in this area and will remain a priority throughout 2021. The recent drilling results will be included in the 2020 year and end mineral resource and reserve statement. But wait, there's more. West Dome also continues to develop and explore the 311 West Zone along the western margin of the mine diorite. Ongoing development on 750 level and associated sublevels have defined high-grade mineralization over 100 meters in strike length. Recent drilling returned 56.7 grams per ton gold over 2 meters and 44.8 grams per ton gold over 2.9 meters. 
The 311 West Zone remains open, up plunge, and a long strike to the west within the Mafic Volcanics and will be a focus of next year's drilling. West Dome trades on the TSX with WDO. Brixton Metal shared initial drill results from its fall winter exploration program on the Langus mine project in the Cobalt Camp of Ontario. The company has received assay results for the first 17 holes. Results included 647 grams per ton silver over 3 meters, 222.9 grams per ton silver over 7 meters, and 333 grams per ton silver over 4 meters. These drilling results continue to support the existence of new shallow high-grade silver cobalt mineralization around the Shaft 3 area. Historical drilling around the Shaft 3 area is very limited and mostly underground. Brixton trades on the TSX venture with BBB. Victoria Gold provided the company's first exploration results from Lynx, one of several targets along the extensive Potato Hills trend which hosts a corridor, corridor of mineralization within the Greater Dublin Gulch Gold Camp. Results included 0.49 grams per ton gold over 153.8 meters from surface and included an 8.5 meter interval grading 6.14 grams per ton gold. Exploration work at Lynx consisted of a short focus program including four diamond drill holes totaling 590 meters, 720 meters of surface trenches from six trenches, and the collection of over 1,600 grid-based soil geochemical samples. The program was designed to test the near-surface mineralization potential of the Lynx target, and Lynx is located centrally in the Dublin Gulch Claim Block, approximately 5 kilometers southwest of Raven, the main target of Victoria's 2020 exploration campaign. Victoria Gold trades on the TSX with VGCX. Cassier Gold announced asset results from the remaining 10 diamond drill holes from its recently completed 2020 drill campaign on its 100% owned Cassier Gold property in northern British Columbia. The primary goal of the program was to confirm and expand the 43-101 inferred near-surface resource of 1 million ounces at 1.43 grams per ton gold estimated at Taurus from last year. Highlights from recent drilling included 5.43 grams per ton gold over 18.22 meters at the Sable Zone and 2.5 grams per ton gold over 9.59 meters at the Taurus Zone. Cassier Gold trades on the TSX Venture with GLDC and on the OTCQB with GCGLCF. Outcrop Gold and S-Asset results from the first holes drilled at the El Dorado target on its 100% owned Santa Ana project in North Tolima, Colombia. A drill discovery was made in the second hole. El Dorado is located 500 meters west of La Havana, one kilometer north of the Megapozo, and two kilometers north of the Roberto Tovar discoveries. All shoots discovered to date are hosted in different veins within the Santa Ana system. Results included 17.7 grams per ton gold equivalent, or 1,293 grams per ton silver equivalent, over 0.87 meters and only 11 meters from surface. Less than 25% of the currently recognized vein zones at the core Santa Ana project have been tested by drilling. The company believes more veins will likely be identified with continuing exploration. Outcrop Gold trades on the TSX Venture with OCG 
and on the OTC PK with MRDDF. EMX Royalty announced it has executed a purchase agreement for a portfolio of royalty and property interests from Frontline Gold for $800,000 Canadian, which will be paid by 50% in cash and 50% in shares of EMX. The portfolio consists of 41 legacy claims distributed over four properties, including Gold Rock Lake, Duchess, Red Lake, and Tilly, in the heart of the Red Lake Mining District, all of which are currently optioned to or operated by Pacton Gold. It is expected the portfolio will generate cash flow to EMX over the next two years from option payments of $117,500 as well as share-based payments valued at $600,000 using current market prices with the company retaining upside optionality from net smelter returns royalty interests that range from a quarter percent to two and a quarter percent on the four properties. EMX Royalty trades on the TSX Venture and the NYSE American with EMX. Paramount Gold Nevada announced today, in response to the higher gold prices, it has initiated a program to evaluate restarting the historic sleeper mine. From 1986 to 96, the sleeper mine produced 1.7 million ounces of high-grade gold at cost well below 400 meters per ounce. The 38,300-acre property in Humboldt County, Nevada currently hosts 3 million ounces of measured and indicated gold resources, nearly 1.5 million ounces of inferred gold resources, and a considerable silver resource. Paramount Gold trades on the NYSE American with PZG. Cisco Development says they have upsized their previously announced non-broker private placement of $50 million. In response to the significant demand to purchase those units, Cisco Development has agreed to add an additional $30 million to the financing for a total of $80 million. The units are being offered at a price of $7.5 Canadian per unit. Each unit will consist of one common share of the corporation and one half of one common share purchase warrant of the corporation with each whole warrant entitling the holder thereof to purchase one additional common share in the capital of the corporation at a price of $10 per share on or prior to December 1st, 2023. That's it for the news briefing. We'll be back later today with some more market commentary. Mining Stock Daily is distributed over a dozen different networks throughout the world and in proud partnership with the Junior Mining Network. It is produced by Clear Creek Digital and Investment Research Dynamics Mining Stock Journal. I'm Trevor Hall. Have a wonderful day, everybody, and be well. Mining Stock Daily and its affiliates are not responsible for any loss arising from any investment decision in connection with the material presented herein.